podcast, TAF Talks. Why are we doing TAF Talks? Because we want you and everyone out there to learn about networking and building your career. And we want you to do it here in Kern County. We have wonderful organizations that have terrific jobs. And you may not know about all of them. And what we want to do with our TAF Talks is share with you and let you know because we have found that what you listen to today and what you take in today will definitely set you up in your life. It will be where you go and where you will be in five years. Welcome everybody to Taft College Taft Talks. We're so excited to have you here today. We've got some exciting guests, but before I tell you who they are, I'm going to at least take care of a little housekeeping. Make sure that you put your name in the chat because that's how we're going to select the names for the $50 Amazon cards we're giving away. And the person that will be giving those away is my co-host and new friend, student Joshua Vasquez, coming to us live from New York. And I'll tell you why he's in New York. Because our dorms had to close down with the COVID. We had to send all of our students home, so they're online. Well, Joshua lives in New York, so he had to go home to New York. So it's really cool to have him here. Joshua, say hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, first, I'd like to thank Sherry for inviting me to be her co-host on Taft Talks. I am the Taft College ASO president and a business major. And as there's a business side to every industry or organization, I'm really excited to have this opportunity to speak with influential organizations throughout Kern County. So thank you for sharing. That's, that's wonderful. Joshua, um, I can't wait to see what you do. He has a lot of talents. You may have seen the 9-11 video that was posted on our Facebook pages for Taft College. Joshua was there in New York on September 11th, maybe a little prior, and he did a wonderful, wonderful tribute video. Um, if not, it's still there. You can still check it out. Uh, good work, Joshua. I don't know. Maybe he'll be in film someday. You just never know what we'll see Joshua doing. Today, we've got some very special people with us. Knowing that STEM and studying in the STEM fields is probably one of the most rewarding, both financially and emotional positions that you can have in life, we have today folks that are going to talk to us about the healthcare field, which of course is in the STEM field. We have our friend Esteban Campo, who is going to speak to us. He is the senior program manager with Cope Health Solutions. He's really overseeing the operations and the growth of the newly formed, launched health scholar program in the Bakersfield area. Esteban has a master's and a bachelor's both from the university or California State University Northridge and I was kind of surprised they're in kinesiology that's pretty fascinating Esteban it's been fun to work with him today he has a student from Taft College that's an intern as well as a graduate from Taft College that is an intern so I am now going to turn this over to Esteban he's going to tell us about Cope Health Systems and how you might become an intern so take it away, Esteban. Well, good morning, everyone, Sherry and the team. Thank you, you know, for giving me the time just to highlight a little bit about the program. And of course, uh, to bring in two presenters from our program you know, currently and now past. And, you know, we're really excited truly just to share their stories and their experiences. What I'm going to share is a little bit, of course, of the background of the program, where we're at and where we're going. 
And I think Bailey and Haley would really, I think, largely speak to the experience and how that looks, you know, fully realized through their time in the program. And what I'll do is I'll share a screen just to give us a little bit of a guidance through the you know, conversation that I'll be having with you all. And you should be able to see the screen now. Okay. Yes. So the Health Scholar program does emanate from Adventist Health Bakersfield. This is one of the first programs here in the area of its kind. And really the, the, the purpose behind this program is to provide an education opportunity for individuals who are interested in making a difference in healthcare. Uh, we largely do work with college students at the moment. However, we also do focus on folks that are you know, looking to uh, transition into a career in healthcare through our program and you know, through what we provide in terms of how we work with our students and how they, they are situated in the hospital setting here in itself. And the slide that you see now, this is just a representation of how we are a workforce development program and how we like to develop talent. What you see here is just a representation of the different services and programs that we've always offered overall as a service line. Here in Bakersfield, we offer the Health Scholar Program. However, these are the other programs are what you'll see over time as we expand in the Central Valley. And the whole purpose behind that, again, is to create well-trained community uh, individuals, specifically that are local, and they're, they're committed, they're culturally diverse, so that ultimately when they're done with school, with whatever training they choose to after the Health Scholar Program, ideally they would return to the community and serve here to a greater extent than, you know, we, than what we currently have in terms of the healthcare uh, professionals in the area. So that's really the goal, to develop talent from within, mm. have them, you know, be more prepared for graduate school or whatever program they're going to, but also uh, to make them more competitive and, and better understand that uh, what the field looks like before they transition in. Now this slide here, uh, I'm not going to read the details, of course, but I think what's unique about this slide here is it's a good representation of the health scholar program that we have here in Bakersfield. We did launch in December of 2018, and Bailey represents, you know, the really early cohorts of this program. And as we expand, you know, throughout Adventist Health Bakersfield and here in the Central Valley, what we tend to do is, you know, we do design a, uh, a, a program, but also the other areas that we open to our health scholars in a way where you know, we, we make it very clear of what your role is, what's the instructions, what you're going to see, and how you're going to navigate the program. And when we do that, we, of course, we also recruit within the local community, uh, academic institutions. Uh, largely, that's where we pull our students from. And what we always tend to do is align those students' interests with our program and their interest in healthcare. Uh, and that's what makes this program unique, is that we have one-on-one -on -one, uh, meetings where we do align as best as possible uh, their interests with what we can do with the program now, but also as we expand into other areas. And that's a lot of the pride that I take is, you know, developing the program, not only according to the needs of the hospital, but really to the needs of the students. So we cater it to that capacity so that when we, you know, are at a huge you know, capacity of the program, it really reflects the needs of a lot of the students here in the community. And so, I hope you all have an idea of who our scholars are. They're largely college students interested in moving into healthcare. And what they are here to do is serve the patient population at Adventist Health Bakersfield. And their role really looks, looks like this. They assist the staff here in the different departments that we, you know, we deploy our students. They engage the staff, but also the patients. And our health scholars are trained to be patient-centered. And so they learn about communication with patients, how to interact with patients and how to provide the basic patient care that's you know free license type of skills that they do apply while here 
in the program. And over time, they develop their bedside manner, communication with, uh, with patients and staff, but also recognizing you know, what those folks in those different departments do in terms of patient care when working with different types of patients in different units, which is you know, one of the highlights of, I'm sure Bailey and Haley will, will talk about during the presentation. And um, when really specifically looking at the scope also, one thing to consider is our scholars are not always left alone in the department. I know some folks may be shy, and so, you know, when they're first deployed in these different areas, you know, some folks may not be as inclined uh, compared to others to, you know, take initiative and inform folks of what they're able to do, what they can do, and also interact with patients, you know, through their own interactions rather than being guided all the time. So the way that we've developed the structure of the program is you, you require the assistance of another staff member or you can support another staff member so that as you move to the program, as you gain the, the hands-on experience, you know, you're, you're going to make less mistakes or you're being uh, guided by someone that's been trained and licensed um, in the field. Um, in addition to that, our training uh, really is a two-part type of training. There is a written exam, for example, where we inform scholars of, uh, what you know, Healthcare 101, what does it look like when you communicate with patients, when it comes to patient privacy, what's allowed, what's not, uh, things to be aware of when working in the hospital setting. And the other, of course, is the hands-on training where they learn the specific skills that they will do as scholars. And now transitioning into this slide, um, because I can talk all day about the program, <laughs> uh, but I really want to get to the two health scholars that we're going to present today. What you see here is a representation of all of the units that we've had access to, but also the new areas that we're transitioning to because of COVID for some time. Our program was on hold as, you know, Adventist Health Bakersfield was understanding COVID, um, being able to create the infrastructure to, you know, for their staff primarily and over time, understand how to bring back our scholars. And so we are currently active as a program, but we're largely supporting in administrative areas and other uh, areas where we support in terms of the COVID uh, support where we can, meaning our, our health scholars are the screeners at different facilities here on the main hospital campus. Our scholars do support with N95 mass fitting of staff, and we're now transitioning more into public health type of areas, such as the children's immunization program. So we're supporting in, in new areas as you know this pandemic unfolds and how we learn to adapt to these changes, which is unique because we really have to uh, have a lot of interdepartmental uh, collaboration. So our scholars not only navigate you know the clinical settings, but we we adapt with healthcare and how that's changing, especially due to this you know pandemic. So. I'll be closing out now, and what this shows you is a pyramid in terms of how we navigate our scholars. And what this just shows you is that when our scholars do start, they start at the bottom of the pyramid, and over time we, we move them through different departments, and they're normally more critical departments, so that the more hours and more experience that you have with patients and staff, the more you are ready to be in the NICU, for example, or the operating room or labor and delivery room. So, um, uh, that would, it wouldn't be good to just immediately throw someone in those more critical areas. Um, this slide is really just to highlight the benefits of the program. The benefits, I think, truly depend on the reasons why someone wants to apply. I recognize the value that I see for those for those folks, uh, but that value that I see may not be for them. However, I would guide them towards those, uh, those the value of the program in that way. But ultimately, there's a, a lot of reasons behind that, and Haley and Bailey will really you know, discuss that in their presentation. In terms of the you know, prerequisites for our program, we require that you are 18 years or older, you are uh, currently enrolled in a two or four year academic institution, or you've graduated from one. 
we do have a health and background clearance process that we uh, put our students through and they have to have active health insurance. So it's not a significant amount of uh, requirements for the program. However, we require some areas where I think all staff here at the hospital require to go through. And it's very similar as you are working with patients. And so, you know, there's gonna be some alignment there. And um, here, it's just really a big view of the process when students are interested in a program, they do have an online application and they do have an orientation and interview process and clearance process. We have to make sure that these folks are prepared to serve patients and work alongside healthcare staff. There is a health screening process. Again, if they are working with patients, we have to make sure that everyone is, is ready and prepared to, to be in that setting and perform their duties. And again, there is a specific training. So it looks like a rigorous process, but it, it's, it's really a, a smooth process and we guide our students through that. And lastly, this is just a representation and our program does require tuition. It is a tuition cost that's a one-time fee. And the one-time fee is really to bring in our students and process them into the program. Um, again, this is a unique program in its own right, and it's different from other volunteer programs in that we navigate students and, and provide training to our students that other volunteer programs here uh, do not provide. So, you know, there's a lot of administration costs associated with, with the program and also bring our students in. So, but we recognize that tuition is a challenge for many, and what we do is we do provide tuition assistance. And, and you know, our, the students that are applying to the program simply have to let us know. and you know, we provide assistance where we can. So that's my uh, overview of the program. It's very uh, fast and um, very detailed, but if you want more information, I do have the website at the bottom. All you have to do is uh, apply or send an interest. I'm sure Sherry will send the email to everyone and you can contact me and I'll provide any follow-up. So. Absolutely. Um, leave it there, Sherry. Yeah, oh, Esteban, that was I, I loved hearing about this because I did not know enough. And I think it's fascinating the way you bring them in and they get to go through all of the different elements of healthcare and learn so much. And I love the fact that there's this sort of mentoring partner <laughs> that they get when they come in because I know I would feel lost coming in. And to know that somebody's there with you as a partner to help you grow and become good at what you do. That's amazing. And I, I would also like to offer any of the students that are online and listening in, if, if you do want to apply to be a COPE Health Scholar, reach out to the foundation because we would like to help you also with your assistance in tuition if you need it. Because we want you to do this. We want you to excel if you want to look into the healthcare field. Joshua, any further, further questions for Esteban? No, no, nothing comes to mind. I'm excited to uh, get to know more about Bailey and Haley's experience as mm -hmm. interns. Mejia, it it is time to give away a Amazon gift card, and Joshua is going to get a name, I think, unless he's already got one. Maybe you have an announcement for us, Joshua. I I am waiting on that name. I'm sure it'll be here any second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Esteban has been providing internships, I think, for the last, how many years, Esteban, for Taft College young, young folks? I think with Taft, we've now been there for like about a year, almost two years now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we've had quite a few students work, yeah. work through your program. We're going to hear from two today. So, Joshua, are you ready? Yes, I have our first giveaway winner you will be winning a $50 Amazon gift card from the Taft College Foundation. It will be going to Mercedes Roll. 
So Mercedes, we appreciate you and everyone else for taking their time to, to join us today. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Joshua. And I think um, Esteban, you're going to introduce our first student speaker. All right, so our first speaker is Bailey Lahargue. She is now an alum from both the Culpeville Scholar Program and, and TAP. I think Bailey, uh, Bailey for sure represents our first cohort of uh, health scholars. And so she's a uh, color, if you will, yeah, um, what do they call those folks that are first doing something? I, I lost the word, but. Um, oh gosh, it's there. Trailblazer. Trailblazer, thank you. <laughs> she is a trailblazer. You know, and she experienced a lot of the, sort of the growing pains of the program. So I think there's a lot of grit that Bailey does have. And she, she is also one of our first leaders here in the program. And uh, those are health scholars that want to advance their time here by working on operations of the program. And so it really shows a level of commitment, not only to the program, her community, and her and also herself. And so it shows that she's a little bit of a fighter in that way and, and a hustler for herself. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm really proud of what Haley's doing. She has moved on from here and Tap College, which I think is a good representation of her commitment to herself and of course the field that she wants to transition into. So y'all are dealing with some good people out here. <laughs> All right. So Alrighty, well, thank you, uh, Esteban, for your words. Um, yes, like you said, I am an um, alumni from Taft College and the Cope Health Scholars. Um, while my time at Taft, I was um, a financial aid student worker and I was on the women's soccer team, along with his internship. So I was a pretty busy, pretty busy person, but that's how I like living my life. Um, you know, I, like you said, I was the first person to be a part of this program. I was part of the original eight. Um, it was very difficult starting out because no one knew who I was. I was just some random kid on the floor just asking people if they needed help. And it was really hard for a while because, you know, no one knew who I was. No one knew what I was capable of doing. No one trusted me. Um, so for a long time, I honestly really hated working on the on the floor because it was really difficult you know to assist anyone because like i said no one trusted me um but after a while after building that rapport with everyone i, I got trusted like i would have cnas and nurses call me and ask me if you know if i could go help someone in this room or if they can if i can assist them in, with something else um and it definitely you know i'm kind of a shy person which you know might be hard to believe um so it was really hard. Um, I kind of felt lost and alone on the floor sometimes. Um, but then after a while, a lot of the people who worked on the floor with me became my biggest advocates. And I would have, um, you know, if phlebotomy came on the floor or if nutrition came on the floor, um, if I was working with any particular nurse that day, they would be like, hey, I'm going to go introduce you to this person. You should hang out with them for a little bit, ask them some questions, learn what they do and see if you're interested in that. And, you know, it really became a really large growing opportunity for me and you know I did end up becoming a leader and I ended up becoming a really big advocate for this program because you know new students are always nervous you know you're kind of responsible for taking care of people in a way and that can be really nerve-wracking for some um, so you know I understand that um, you know I've experienced life and death and everything in between and I've cried leaving the hospital for both good and bad reasons. I've had patients tell me that I've touched their lives in different ways and I've had people pray for me. And it's it's been amazing. It's definitely motivated me and kept me passionate. Um, you know, one of the questions they wanted us to answer was how did it ex um, help me excel? Um, I was 17 when I started the program. I turned 18 on my last training day, which the last training day was exams, exam days. Um, and I kind of went on this program on a whim, like I didn't know anything about it. It was brand new. I said, why not? 
um, you know, my freshman year of college, particularly my first semester, I was away from home. I was, you know, on the soccer team. Um, you know, I ended up becoming really depressed and uh, I lost all my motivation. I wanted to skip class. Like I didn't want to do anything. I was failing classes. Um, and I started this program and it really motivated me and kept me passionate. And I actually ended up graduating from Taft as an honor student. And now I'm in Oregon and I'm applying to nursing school in a couple of weeks, actually. And, you know, I couldn't be more grateful for this program and for how much it's helped me grow as a person, especially since kind of in my informative years as a young adult out on my own experiencing the world. And I, I couldn't be more grateful. This is a wonderful program to be a part of. Um, everyone is so incredibly nice and helpful and it's it's amazing what it, what it's done for college students like me and like anyone else who's been in it or wants to do it. That's it. <laughs> well, that's, that's very nice and thank you so much for sharing. Joshua, I don't know if you have any questions for Bailey. I think you, did you, did you know Bailey when she was here? Did I hear that or was that Haley? Yeah. Yeah. I knew Bailey just from the campus. We had some mutual friends. But what I did not know was that not only were you on the soccer team, but you worked in the financial aid office and you had the internship and classes. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> that's a lot. And for a lot of college students, it's our first time being on our own and having a real taste of freedom. How were you able to manage everything and pull it off? I had the planner with me all the time. I planned out everything. Um, it was really nice because, you know, I kind of, you know, first my classes were important because they went around my practice, my game schedule. And then, you know, Barbara um, let me make my work schedule around that. And then um, because of the program, the way we're able to assign shifts, it's kind of like three months, nine months, and then 15. So I was a 15 months. So I kind of had like last pick of shifts I wanted. Um, so then after I kind of had my two main schedules, I kind of scheduled my shifts at the hospital around that. So, I mean, it was, it was busy, but I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. You pulled it off. There's a lot of students <laughs> that don't. There's a lot yeah. of students that only have classes. They don't even have uh, a part-time job or an internship and they, they floundered. So I think it's great you were able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. Did you, did you live on campus, Bailey? Do you live in the dorms? No, so my first year I actually lived with my aunt, and then the second year I lived off campus with some teammates. Oh, okay, okay. So you 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 drove to work. You you had a car. You yeah yeah okay. All right, just checking on that. And how did the soccer team do that year? Um, so my freshman year, uh, we did pretty well. We went to the first round of playoffs, and then this past season we didn't. Do Didn't do so <laughs> well, um, soccer is held in very high regard at Taft College. So uh, I'm also glad that you 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 found health through playing soccer because that's a that's a healthy healthy decision to run and play soccer. So um, run. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? yeah, Joshua, go ahead. We have um, I, I don't think that when you were at TC this club existed, but we have some people from the Future Healthcare Professionals Club with us today. And I bet not all of them have had internship hands-on experience yet. So uh, would you be able to walk us through the typical day during an internship? Like what my day would look like on the floor, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I always try to show up 10 minutes early um, you know, just 
behind parking and, you know, to get on the floor and everything. Um, and then I would check it, you know, cl uh, clock in, let, you know, Esteban know that I was there. And then I would check in with the charge nurse and I would kind of ask the charge nurse, like if she had anyone she wanted me to be with today or anywhere specific she wanted me. Um, and a lot of the times I kind of do a little minor stuff in the beginning, um, like on the floor next to the phones, we have like a list of numbers and like who's on the floor today. So like if you need to call someone, um, I would replace those. And then I would just, um, you know, if I was assigned anyone, I'd be with them for the day, kind of help them with whatever they needed. But if there was no one in particular that needed me on the floor that day, I just kind of um, walked around the unit a little bit. You know, if I saw transport come up, I would ask transport if they needed help. Um, I would answer call lights if I saw no one going into them within a certain amount of time. Um, and then after like a little bit on the floor, when it starts getting busy, um, I would have like CNAs and nurses call me and ask for help because, you know, CNAs can get up to 12 patients. So it can get very crazy with them. So we were definitely a really big support program for them. And we, they leaned on us a lot on the floor. Okay. As a student that will be entering the healthcare field, I bet the first time working side by side with doctors and nurses and patients can be kind of intimidating. Was there like uh, any challenges that you had to overcome being a first time, uh, uh, first time doing an internship? Um, I feel like the probably one of the two biggest challenges that I would have to go through is that they would kind of ask me to do something outside of my scope. And then I would kind of have to explain to them, like, I'm a student, like, I'm not able to do that. But I'm more than happy to help more than help, hopeful. Sorry, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, to call the nurse or the CNA to, to help them out ASAP. Um, another really big challenge I would have is that sometimes I would have patients that spoke Spanish or, you know, were deaf or, you know, some sort of language. And so that was really hard because I felt like I couldn't give them the same level of help um, that I could give my other like English speaking patients. So that definitely gave me uh, motivation to start learning Spanish and teaching myself ASL too. That, that's cool. How far are you with uh, sign language or Spanish? Very basic, but I'm hoping to kind of learn more too. <laughs> that's great. Where were you deployed and in what department were you put? Um, so the first, so it's like every three months you transfer to a new floor. So I was in um, fifth floor med surge, and then I went to fourth floor telly, and then I did the ER for a while. Um, and then my last position, my last floor I was on was postpartum slash, um, labor and delivery, just because I had the chance to go and, um, sit in on deliveries if, uh, uh, staff and the family allowed me to. Okay. So you, you kind of get a, a varied, uh, experience as a Cope Health Scholar. Yeah. Having a lot. those different experiences, did it help you kind of decide what you wanted to specialize in or where you wanted to end up? Yeah, so I never really knew what I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to do pediatrics for a while just because I do really love working with children. But after I did that sh um, shift in postpartum, it definitely reinforced the fact that I want to be a labor and delivery nurse because I loved every single mom I ever worked with. I loved all of the nurses. The nurses were so incredibly nice. And, you know, they really wanted me to like get in there and see everything and be like, try and be hands-on as much as I could. Cause like, if you're going to be a nurse and you're going through nursing school, this is what you're going to have to do anyway. So you might as well do it now for free, essentially. <laughs> gotcha. Sherry, is there any question that you have for Bailey? No, I think that, the answers that Bailey gave us would certainly help me decide 
if I was looking into this this industry. So that, those were very insightful, and and I really really appreciate it. Bailey, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you sharing yourself with us. And where do you think you will go to school? I know you said to apply, you applied to two community colleges in Oregon. Was that what it was? Um, right now, my number one pick is just Mount Hood Community College. I, it's five minutes away from me and everyone um, that I've talked to so far and asking for help since like it's a new state. So it's different requirements. They've been so nice and helpful. And I went to um, like a nursing Q&A thing that they had. And even then everyone in the nursing program, they're like um, all the like teachers and professors and everyone, they're so incredibly kind. And, you know, they said, like, if you have any questions, like, here's my personal email, like, do not be afraid to contact us about questions. So it's been really great so far. That's nice. And Mount Hood, it is so beautiful up there. I wish you all the best. Please let us know where you end up going to school and please stay in touch with us because, you know, once a cougar, always a cougar, right? You'll go on and you'll go to other schools, but Taft College is like a family and we want you to know that. Yeah, it's Taft College definitely has been the best, you know, it's, everyone has been so kind. And, you know, like I said, I'm a first gen. So whenever I had to go someone, go to someone with questions, they were so, if I don't know the answer, I can tell you to someone else. So yeah, thank you for allowing me to be here today and, you know, giving my story. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I think we, yes, yes, Joshua. And and now I'm going to turn it over to Joshua because he's going to introduce us to our next speaker. Next, we have a current TC student, Haley Thomas, who will be speaking with us about her experience as a current Hope Health Scholar. But before we start, I wanted to remind the audience that for the last two minutes of Haley's time, we'll be answering any questions that you have for her. So you could go ahead and leave those in the Zoom chat. Haley, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for introducing me. Um, I just kind of want to piggyback off of what Bailey was talking about. I've had a lot of the exact same experience as her. Uh, this program has helped me tremendously. I went into this program not knowing exactly if healthcare was exactly what I wanted to do. I was switching my major actually because I became pretty unsure of what I wanted to do. My science classes were difficult. I actually took a three-year gap between high school and college um, just to focus on some family situations going on. And my family is a bunch uh, has a bunch of nurses in it. So I was like, okay, that's probably what I should do. Um, but then I was like, I don't really know. So I went to this program really unsure. The first month I was very shy. I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, what to expect, et cetera, et cetera. But once I started building rapport and really finding my groove on the floor, it solidified that nursing is exactly what I want to do and exactly where I belong. So um, I, before COVID, I was on the med surge and the tele floors. And I believe that tele is where I would like to go to. You see so many different situations, uh, different patients from all walks of life. And it's been absolutely fantastic. Just meeting everybody, all the healthcare staff, they're fantastic. I've built a lot of rapport with um, the same group of nurses because I was on on the same schedule, sort of what worked for my schedule worked for 
a lot of the same nurses and around the same time frame. And so I was able to build rapport. They were able to start building some trust in me. And so I've been pretty, um, pretty blessed with the group of people that I've been able to meet on the floor. I see some questions coming in. Haley, you said that you, uh, I don't really uh, know much about the medical field, but you said something about wanting to work in the tele department, was it? For, for people that aren't familiar, uh, what is that, that tele um, department exactly? It's telemetry. So basically every uh, patient on the floor is hooked up to a telemetry box that monitors their heart. Um, for some reason they need that and it could be, it could range. The patients on the floor range from sometimes they're coming out of surgery, sometimes they're coming from the ER, sometimes they come from ICU if they're getting better. Um, it really is just a variety of different patients and different diseases and things going on, so. Gotcha. As a Coke Health Scholar, you have you get really great uh, on-hand experience. Do you feel like you have an edge over other students that might only have like the theory or whatever is learned in the classroom? Absolutely, yes. I've been able to really up my people skills, my critical thinking, my prioritization, my prioritization. How do you say that word? Prioritization. Yeah, I, I can't sorry. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even say that word. Um, I watch myself really build on all of these different, um, very important aspects that I think going into healthcare that you're definitely going to need. Um, my people skills, my speaking skills, critical thinking. Um, I definitely have an edge against other students. I will not lie. I think all of us in the program definitely can agree that, you know, we're going in there. If we're not going in blind anymore, um, we're, we're able to work one-on-one -on -one with all of our um, patients and our nurses, et cetera, et cetera. So you know how to speak to each of these people on the floor. I, th I think that's a concern that a lot of college graduates have. It's like, okay, I have my degree but I haven't put anything into practice. So I, I think it's great that these programs like Cope Health Scholars exist. Uh, how did you find out about the program? Was it through Taft College or? It was through Taft College because my advisor, she's more healthcare based. She goes for all the allied health students. And so I would get a lot of emails from her and I wasn't really sure at the time if, if it was something that I was interested in. And then I, just kind of went and checked it out online. And then I read through the website and I just decided to apply. So it was definitely the best decision that I've made in a long time. <laughs> That's great. And has the program been able to continue as it was um, like right now, even though we're in the pandemic, do students still have the same opportunity to work in uh -huh. the hospitals or? Once COVID hit, we were on a on a break. We were paused. Our program was paused for a while, uh, but then Esteban was able to find us some new positions to kind of work on. So for about two weeks, I was doing N95 mask fitting for all of the um, employees that may have needed it. There were also um, temperature screening stations set up so that we were able to go and sit in on those and help out there. Um, but as of right now, we, we aren't allowed on the floor currently, but we're hoping to get back there pretty quick. So during that time where you were allowed to go back, 
were you you were working with COVID patients and with first? Oh responders? no, no, no. Like, we were we were taken out of the hospital. We were taken, and our program was put on pause just oh, because okay. it was, I guess you could say, dangerous for us to be there. Obviously, with COVID, we want to take the highest responsibility. Um, so we we just stopped attending all of our shifts until we were allowed to go back and do N95 mass fitting if we chose or to the temperature stations. Gotcha. Is there anything that you want to highlight from the program? Maybe something unexpected about uh, doing your job or like an experience that really stood out for you? I think a lot of the days, like Bailey said, I was going home crying for good or bad reasons. I think that I learned how to make decisions within seconds because the nurses and the doctors and every healthcare provider on the floor, their their night or their day can change on a dime. So I definitely learned how to make decisions on the fly, um, how to prioritize. I think that was a big thing for me, um, as well as just being able to speak and go with the flow, um, watching a lot of the different, um, how do you say that? They did a lot of different procedures on the floors that I've been in. So if they allow you or if they ask you to come along, and a lot of the time they want you in there firsthand, you can see it. Um, I learned a lot about different procedures and watching how the healthcare team works together so well, so beautifully. Um, I think that not being in this program compared to being in this program, you have a completely different um, experience without, if you're not in it and you're going into nursing or something, you're not you don't quite expect, you aren't really sure what to expect, but now that I've been through this program, I'm still in it and I'm hoping to finish pretty soon. Um, I have a better understanding and idea of what I'm going to come across in my field. And I think it's, I think it's very beneficial to me because if I hadn't been in the program, I would have been walking in blind and, yeah. you know, I think this program is been awesome so fantastic for me and everybody in it wow i think experiences like this just give it gives you a little bit more confidence than maybe your competitors and probably in interviews as well you'll just okay. have that that confidence that will tell your potential employer okay Haley can do this job yeah absolutely i think it's a great thing you could put it you know on your resumes um gonna put it on my nursing school applications for sure <laughs> but I think this program, you might as well apply and just see where it takes you. I wasn't sure walking in. I didn't really know what to expect, but I think you should at least apply. I think that you're going to get a lot out of it, whether you're expecting it or not. I definitely have. Um, like I said, I was really unsure with what I wanted to do. And this completely solidified that nursing was the direction that I want to be in. That, that's great that you found something that you're passionate about. I think that's a, that's a big thing for a lot of college students and graduates. They don't want to end up in a job that they, they're not excited to do every day. So I think that's great. Uh, Sherry, we have a couple of minutes before we ask, we go to the audience's questions. Is there anything you want to add? Well, I remember in uh, some of the previous discussions with Haley, she said that, did you say that your mother was an RN? Is that what you said? Yes. She worked at a few different hospitals in Bakersfield. Uh-huh. Did this experience help you understand a little bit more about what she was going through the whole time? Oh, she was... ab yeah. 
Absolutely. She stopped working as a nurse when I was pretty young, sixth or seventh grade. And so at the time, you know, we didn't really know much about it other than mom was helping people for 12 to 16 hours a day. Um, But now I see it and I highly respect this profession. It is challenging, but the most rewarding one that I, in my opinion. Yeah. Because when you said that you had a lot of nurses in your family, I remember you had said that your mom uh, was a nurse. I wonder if those visions that we get when we're little shape who we are. I mean, I, I know there's theories and research out there that says there is, but I always think there's something to that. I know that I look at a lot of the things my parents did, and I feel that I have a little bit of that too. Haley, that this is this is really helpful. I know. I I hope it really resonates with the students that are on today. And Joshua, you, your questions were exemplary. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. I think that we have a few minutes before we move on. I know we're going to give away another Amazon gift card, and Joshua will will do that in a little bit. But I also want to just see, Esteban, there's a few minutes left. Is there anything you would like to say now that you heard both Bailey and Haley speak? Did it bring anything to your mind that maybe you'd like to add in? I know. It gave me a sense of pride of, you know, the purpose of this program. Again, the value received by the individual uh, health scholars, a lot of it is personalized. And, you know, some people do go in with an interest and that interest unfolds into something much more than they expected, right? And that's why I do what I do here and why I have bags under my eyes. <laughs> at first, I got some wrinkles from graduate school and then I get bags under my eyes, I think, because of the program. There's a lot of work to be done so that health scholars do experience different areas and, and have different experiences to really better understand I think, themselves, better define what their careers may look like given their interests. And I think most importantly, what this program does is it keeps you in an environment that I think kind of realizes what you're interested in, which I think motivates you uh, in the long run and keeps you in that in that path that you're pursuing for yourself because you see it every time that you shift. It kind of gives you a, that magic of I'm almost there, I'm almost there. Um, and um, I, re- I absolutely know what that feels like. I joined the military for that reason. And the military is a lot, really ingrained in who I am as a professional. And it's really a lot of what I still use in terms of professional skills. And so I, 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 I align with everything that they're saying. And I think it does a lot for an individual. Again, it keeps you in areas where your interests lie, which I think is one of the best uh, places you can put yourself in. So, you know, college is hard, working full-time is hard, doing all that at the same time, playing soccer or being a soccer team is hard, but the health scholar program, I think keeps you in that magic of what you're pursuing. I didn't know that you were in the military. Thank you for your service. Explain to me the relationship with Adventist Health and COPE. What, how does that relationship work? Are you, are you part of the Adventist team? We are part of the Adventist team. Um, we are a separate entity, but we're partnered in creating okay. this program, not only at this Adventist Health Hospital, but a, a few other uh, hospitals down in the Los Angeles area. And we are intending to spread in the Central Valley because it's, uh, it's clear that it's, it's a huge need here. Uh, so we're slowly moving on up to the Central Valley. So uh, we're partnered in that respect, and we're going to continue unfolding in, in Adventist Health Hospital. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. Always had a lot of respect for the folks over at Adventist Health. It's a very, very, very nice hospital. Joshua, do we have any questions that have come through for any of our guests? Yeah, we have a question from Sydney Noel, and it is for Haley, but I, I think it'd be cool to hear 
the response from Bailey as well. Oh, why are you first? Are you from the Kern County area? And second, why did you choose to go attend Taft College? Mm. I have lived in Taft my whole life. Um, and I just attended, I started attending Taft College well because, you know, it's in my hometown, one and two. Also, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. It was a community college with a general ed. Um, and so I figured, you know, taking a couple classes, I would find my way. And it's, I love this school. So I've, I'm definitely very blessed with to have this school in my hometown. Um, and I think, yeah, that's pretty much my piece. Um, yeah, I've also been, I'm born and raised in Bakersfield. Um, you know, I had the option of either going to Taft or BC and I said, I am not going to BC because I know how difficult it is. Um, even just getting your, uh, prereqs for nursing at BC since they have a program there. Um, so then I started on Taft and then I ended up playing soccer for Taft. So <laughs> it was kind of made in stone. <laughs> That's cool. And it's cool that you guys were so close. I had to travel like 5,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> But uh, Mahea, she has just sent me the winner of our second giveaway. So give me one moment. Boom. The second winner of our giveaway is Ahmed Sherbaji. You will be receiving a $50 gift card from the Taft College Foundation. Uh, thank you, Ahmed. And he's also kind of like a special guest because he's the president of the Future Health Care Professionals Club. So thank you for being with us today. And thank you to the whole audience for giving us your time. Ahmed, will you take just one or two minutes and tell us about the Health Care Club? Uh, thank you, Sherry. Yeah. So the club is going well so far. This is our first semester at Taft College. And um, I've been working closely with Esteban and the COPE program to influence a lot of my club members to join the program because I know a lot of people come from BC to Taft to do their nursing prerequisite classes because BC can be really difficult with getting their classes. So Taft College has a lot of pre-health students, but not a lot of pre-health resources as of right now. Mm -hmm. And I thought um, making this club to get more pre-health students prepared for the workforce and otherwise graduate school would be a great idea. So I fully uh, believe in everything Bailey and uh, Haley are saying about COPE because I'm also a COPE health scholar. Right. And uh, yeah, this program has been great. It's, I think what Esteban said really resonated with me when he said um, with a lot of stuff going on, like classes and work, it can be very easy to lose sight of what you want to do. And you could be taking a chemistry class and saying, how is this going to apply to what I want to do? Hmm. And then um, just doing the COPE program really, it keeps that light shining of what you want to do in your future. And it keeps you motivated and involved in the community. So um, yeah, this program is great. And I definitely advocate anybody who's interested in pursuing healthcare to be a part of it. Oh, Ahmed, thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Please let us know if the foundation can help you with anything in your club. We'd always like to like to help our students. Sherry, we actually have a question from Cindy Perez, who asks, uh, she's interested in the program and she says, what do we do for training and where does it take place? I, I guess uh, Esteban or Bailey or Haley could answer this. 
Sure, I can answer that question. Training normally takes place here at Adventist Health Bakersfield for our practical hands-on training. And the other piece of the training is a virtual training, so you would have to study you know, certain modules that we provide to you uh, online, and you would complete the exam online now. And so the training is a combination of both at home, but here in person as well. Okay. I did want to say one thing. Ahmad and, and Joshua both mentioned that we have a lot of allied healthcare students at Taft College. Last year, we had so many on the waiting list that the president of our college came to me and she said, Sherry, we have got to buy new anatomy and physiology equipment and create another lab. And I thought, ah. So I went to one of our largest donors, who is Chevron, and I asked them for $150,000 to buy new anatomy physiology equipment. And our president said, Sherry, if you can get the money for the equipment, I've got in my budget enough to hire another professor. And we did that last year. We hired, hired Kyle Webster, who's a new professor, and we have all the new anatomy physiology equipment in the Chevron Innovation Lab, and we put cabinets in there, and we still have students on the waiting list, although it took... A lot of students off the list, and we were able to help them meet their needs faster. We do get a lot of allied health students, and it just lets me know that we need to continue to grow and create more space and more labs and more classrooms for our students. So I did want to at least let you know that we're moving forward, but we've got a long way to go. Is there any last words from anybody? Would anybody like to say anything? We had an additional question that okay. just came in. Go ahead. From uh, Melanie Medina. She is actually the ASO's. Uh, student trustee. And her question is for Bailey and Haley. What is your favorite memory while being in this program? Man, um, so, uh, give me a minute. Let me try and remember. I mean, this one's not really, um, involving the patient aspect. But like I said, I was 17 when I started and turned 18 during training day. And Espon actually hasn't always been the program manager. When I first started, it was Brittani. And there's also another woman named Osana. And uh, they surprised me with birthday cake on my birthday. And I, got, I cried because I was like, I can't believe you guys remembered. And it just, that made me uh, even more stoked to start in this program. I think mine would be it also isn't really related to the patient aspect either, uh, rather than uh, the nurses. I I worked a pretty regular shift, Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, or Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m., and I usually had the same um, charge nurse, and she's fantastic, one of my biggest mentors. Um, she had been off of work for a while. Her son was sick, and I popped in one night hoping she was there, and I think she was gone for a good three or three or four weeks. Um, and she saw me down the hallway, completely just left her conversation with whoever it was. One of the other nurses came up and just hugged me so tight. And she just said, I am so excited to see you. We're so happy to have you. I missed you so much. And that just made me feel like they really, really do value me on the floor. That was definitely one of the biggest um, turning points. It was within like the first two months of my time there. And it just helped me to just be like, okay, I'm here for a reason. I, I love being on the floor. So she's definitely one of my biggest mentors. And I was just so excited, so excited when she hugged me and she's like, I'm so excited to see you. 
It's just so sweet. That's pretty much it. <laughs> but I made a lot of really great experiences there, but that's definitely one that I will probably always remember. Yeah, the staff at Adventist Health are amazing. Like I've I have nurses and CNAs, they see me on the floor and they go on like their lunch break. They're like, oh, can you eat lunch with me? And I'm like, I really can. They're like, no, you sit down and eat. You are a growing woman. You need to eat. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'll take like five minutes to sit down, but I really can't do this. But they just, they love us there. And it, it just makes um, the experience that much more I agree with that too. They have a Starbucks down um, right outside the hospital and they're so sweet. They memorized my favorite drink and they'll put it in the fridge and they'll, uh, they'll tell me that you need to grab your drink from the fridge before you leave because we went and got your favorite drink. So make sure and they'll, they'll come up and remind you all the time. It was, it's so sweet. I think they went and got me my favorite drink from Starbucks like four or five times. <laughs> so kind. <laughs> I think uh, hearing Haley and Bailey's experiences, as well as Esteban's information, has uh, really gotten some of our uh, people in the audience interested in the program. Alyssa Ramirez wants to know, is there a certain window for the applications, or are you guys accepting throughout the whole school year? Yeah, to answer that question, the application is an ongoing one on online. However, we do have certain periods where we have cutoffs for a specific group of students that will go through the training and start at a particular time during the year. And so uh, they'll see those deadlines online, so they will inform you of when you're expected to start given the specific deadline. But there is, uh, we do accept the applications throughout the year, and um, we'll work through that time for the next cohort, which usually aligns with the academic semesters. So you can start like in the winter, the summer, spring, and fall. Thank you for that, Esteban. And so if she were to want to do the application, she could just go to help, cope, helpscholars.org, right? Copehealthscholars.org, yeah. Gotcha, I just sent that in the chat for anybody interested. We have a few minutes left. I personally want to thank Esteban for taking the time to bring Haley and Bailey into our world today and share all of this wonderful, wonderful experience that others will learn from and grow from. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here today. Of course, I want to thank the best co-host New York ever sent me, who is Joshua <laughs> Vasquez. <laughs> and I want to let everyone know that today's Taft Talk will be a podcast and we will be sending you all out the recording and doing a little social media about it. So you'll be able to share this with your friends and say, look, I did a podcast too. I didn't only do a tap talk. Yeah. Mahay, I want to thank you for everything. I want to thank Michael Roberts for his help with us on the podcast. Again, I wish you all the best, Bailey and Haley. And Esteban, I hope your program just grows and grows and grows. Don't ever go away from us because we want to be like this with you. Please stay in touch, Haley and Bailey. And like I said, once a cougar, always a cougar, right? Anyone that's on Health Club, anybody that is interested in this, and you, you might need financial assistance for the tuition, reach out to us too at the foundation, okay? And um, if you're scared about doing anything, feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm signing off. Sherry Hornbutt, Taft College Foundation. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you all.
Thanks for joining us today on our Taft Talk podcast. Appreciate all of you out there. We want you to tell your friends about joining us. So tune back in and remember what you listen to today will affect your future tomorrow.